Hi, I'm Biz and I'm with Alexi and Sam and this is Nymphet alumni and today we're doing something kind of new which is going to be like a mini-sode on Billie Eilish's shocking normification that uh, was fully unveiled to the public this past weekend with the reveal of her British Vogue cover shoot. So we're just going to talk about like what we think about it and what we think it says about the future of society at large, et cetera, <laughs> and the forces that we're working against Billy in this moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about y'all. Like, what was your relationship to Billie Eilish like before this or in general? <laughs> I had never, I've never heard a song of hers before. Yeah, Damn. I know. What? I know. I haven't. I don't know what she sounds like. I know a lot about her life, and I've seen her image a lot, but I just haven't really heard her music. I don't That's know. Crazy. I feel very so. like kindred to Billie Eilish because people have always told me that I looked like her, and then also she has huge caterwauling mommy milkers, <laughs> and like, and also I just think that. Anyone who's interested in, this is not a shade at Sam, but I feel like anyone who's interested in, like, the culture at large, like, kind of has, like, it's like, what do you think about Billie Eilish? You know what I mean? Because she's kind of mentioned as, like, a industry reset. Yeah. I think for me, it's really hard. I really feel like that meme of the guy with, like, the vein (laughs) on his forehead who's, like, trying not to cough in class whenever I'm trying not to bring up every time I hear her name that I'm, like her OG fan like literally when she only had music on SoundCloud like I was a stan and her music like really isn't uh it's probably like not that good but I have I would say I've been obsessed with her I've been like keeping track of her career very closely and like definitely know the words to every single song that she has which is kind of like embarrassing but I think yeah she's really important and to see her changes in recent years is really made me a little bit sad. Were you a Billy fan before she started doing her signature oversized um, fashion? I think that was kind of always a thing. I mean, even in her super early days, I mean, yeah, she used to be kind of like little shirt, big pants mm-hmm. most of the time when she was in her platinum blonde era um, with her first EP. But then it became like big shirt, big pants. But I think she was always kind of on that wave. Her like original style was really like, you could tell she had like a kind of bad stylist. Like she was always wearing like a flame print crop top or something. Mm-hmm. She was always wearing those belts that had like, what are those called? They're just like the, the belts grommet with- belt. The grommet belts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was always wearing a grommet belt. And um, I definitely had like a kind of an off-white vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also kind of like Zoomies core. <laughs> yes. Was, everything was like checkerboard and like, yeah, it was definitely on a skater thrasher type beat agreed but i've liked her her style development has been very interesting to me and this is the most recent iteration um it's hard to even say if this is like has anything to do with her personal style but i guess we can get into this shoot and maybe describe it a little bit but you guys should definitely go look at the pictures um it would help in your understanding of this episode (laughs) probably yeah I think it's, I think they were talking about how the photo she posted of her new hair was like, it's like the third most liked Instagram photo. Yeah, and it was the fastest to reach a million likes, I think. Yeah, 
I think it's like everybody's going to see this, which is so strange to me. I mean, this is like not an aesthetically pleasing shoot. It feels like something that's like very, it almost feels like 2010 Vogue, but like not even like the central spreads. It's like kind of like a throwaway photo shoot type thing. Like it's very like boring. And the, in, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's very bland. Yeah, I wonder if we kind of feel that way because, I mean, it's very boring. And then also I feel like that the fact that the styling focus of the shoe is literally corsets, which is, like, something they talk about in the interview. They're, like, there's a whole paragraph on, like, why she decided to wear a corset in every outfit. It just feels so overdone already in the past year since corsets have been so 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 incredibly popular and as under undergarments and you know as garments that are meant to be seen when they're worn yeah that's another really weird tension with this shoot and the styling is that it's kind of like lingerie shapewear question mark but it's also (laughs) like she's fully clothed in all of them mostly and it's just like this really weird tension between like, this is her big body reveal, you know, like, and I mean, people already knew that she had big boobs, and there was a lot of speculation about that, like, even when she was a minor, which is really concerning, but this is, like, her waist-hip ratio reveal, mm. but it's also, like, in the form <laughs> of a corset. I'm like, girl, why would you do that? Like, then for the rest of her life, she's going to be compared to, like, the corseted version of her body that, like, everyone first became acquainted with. That's a really good point. I think, like, it, it's, like, there wasn't there, like, that photo that went viral recently of her and like Ugg boots and like baggy she looked in my opinion she looked better than she does in this I feel like she going off of kind of like how there was a photo of her <laughs> you know every time there's a there was a photo of her where you could see a tiny glimpse of her body it would always go viral for like literally like two weeks minimum I feel like this is such a good example of kind of like how toxic the whole do not perceive me energy of like gen z can be which if you guys don't know like it's just like a meme with teenagers to be like i do not want to be perceived at any time like ever because i feel like she did this like to herself because by like refusing to do like a body reveal as alexi said she made her body into like so much of more of a spectacle than it would have been even if she was just a normal like teen star who you know wore a variety of wardrobes yeah and I think that hyper fixation and speculation about her body definitely like did something damaging to her brain mm-hmm. um but also her response to this like if you guys read the interview which Biz pointed out is just like absurd I think maybe we should like quote this directly there's so many crazy quotes that I'm just like... the part where she's like talking about corsets specifically it's like the thesis of her whole attitude throughout this is like do whatever makes you feel confident like don't care what other people think but i found it yeah sam do you want to read it um sure is it the one where she's like like if you're about body positivity why would you enforce it why why shouldn't you show your actual body my thing is i could do whatever i want confidence is her only gospel she says yet that intent has been spun into a lot of weird miscommunications And then she says, it's all about what makes you feel good. If you want to get surgery, go get surgery. If you want to wear a dress that somebody thinks you look too big wearing, fuck it. If you look good, or if you feel like you look good, you look good. 
Um, it's not true. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like the opposite of true. <laughs> that's not true, and it's also like you could just tell how young she is that she like really mm-hmm. thinks that this is like the move. This kind of ties back to our old rookiefication episode. That's like not everything that young women do is like empowering just by the fact that it's like a woman doing it which isn't you know the hottest take but I do hope that she like makes some smarter friends or something I feel like she genuinely I care about her development as like a person and for people to like keep um encouraging this mindset in her instead of being like maybe think harder about what you're doing (laughs) I'm concerned about yeah I mean, she might be overthinking what she's doing, too, and that, like, actually oversimplifies, like, her whole approach to things. Because mm-hmm. she has, like, a this whole, like, article is, like, her justifying to herself, like, why she is changing her aesthetic. And she looks deeply uncomfortable in all of her photos. She doesn't yeah. look sexy because she doesn't feel sexy in this. She looks way sexier in baggier clothes because that's she feels better in them. It's like <clears throat> she's thought way too hard about like her decision to do this and a lot of people have like thought way too hard about it which is why it's so boring. Yeah, her posing is just like on another level of creepy. My first reaction to this whole thing is that it looks like a deep fake. Like it looks like someone stuck a picture of Billie Eilish's head on like a MILF body like those ads yes. of Pornhub that are like my husband's is that <laughs> like I just want to fuck or something. <laughs> No, it literally looks like one of those like celebrity, like the website Celebrity Jihad, where they their whole like bread and butter is just like making these manips of like uh, celebrities nude. Yeah. But it's also like the posing of it isn't even like good enough to be pornographic in a way. It's just like mm-hmm. she looks like her boobs are being pushed up to her neck, which is uncomfortable. And then like she also just seems very like a. I don't know her knees are like turned together and she's like they're like buckling yeah she's contorting in this weird way she's refusing to stand up straight she's like I don't know everything about it is so weird it literally reminds me of like how I feel when I'm wearing a swimsuit and I like want to cover myself but like I don't have like anything and Mm -hmm. I'm just like literally cowering in a corner um what's funny is um like there's so many layers to her outfits to where it even is like modest, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think like that's she's... where the, the MILF vibe comes from is like that even the idea of like wearing a robe over like a corset over like the whole tights and bodysuit thing. It's very uh, creepy. Yeah. You don't see like young women don't wear shit like that for real. I'm curious, like something that I thought was a really interesting styling move was the choice to include several latex garments. One is her like wearing latex nude colored or like flesh colored gloves that like go up or like opera links so they go up to her elbow. And I'm like, that just feels like the BDSM craze and fashion really hit a peak a while ago. So it's so interesting that they decided that that's how they wanted to kind of put the edge in there because everything else is very traditional in terms of like uh, silhouette in some ways. And they're like, wait, we have to make it edgy. And they chose that very corny BDSM route. Yeah, I think that's a a very classical combination in like 2010s fashion is like the mixture of old Hollywood bombshell with like elements of BDSM. And I feel like honestly, it might've originated in drag. I feel like a lot of Mm -hmm. drag queens were hugely into that look. Um, And 
yeah the whole something about like the set design as well it seems like she's in like a really creepy hotel room and it just gives the vibe of like drug-addled starlet that they like dressed up and are just like pushing around and she is just like completely dazed like her eyes are so dead in every photo it Mm -hmm. really scares me um is it kind of a reach to say that this aesthetic she's embodying is like rockabilly adjacent no it's not it's like very it's like very boomer like it's like so weirdly outdated those like those like pin curled bangs as well that she has her hair, her, like, ever since her hair reveal, I have not seen her hair styled, like, well. I don't know. There's something about it that's, like, a mix of, like, this choppy, like, Shizen Brooklyn type of cutting with, I don't know, it almost looks like a chemical cut. Like, the length of it is weird. I really don't want this to sound like a Billy, like, rebrand hater episode, but um, what else about it? The color scheme also is weird. It seems so 2010s and, like, the oversaturation of like nude the nude color family like there's that kind of more brownish nude in one of the shoots and it's like just gives me like huda beauty like weird instagram makeup like that as you were saying that i was just thinking like it's literally the color scheme of a kylie lip kit like exactly what it is yeah Yeah. no it's like the 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 shape like the kim kardashian shapewear thing what was that brand that she started skims was it skims okay Mm -hmm. no very much well, I kind of am interested in like the corset discourse and kind of how that relates to this specific shoot. You know, the famous corset historian and director of the museum at FIT, Valerie Steele, like wrote this book, like seminal text on corsets. And she talks about how in the 20th century, like the external corset was like replaced by the internal corset. So like diet, exercise and plastic surgery. And there's something about, I mean, obviously the, the huge comeback and like kind of the making fashionable of um, shapewear like skims makes that a more complicated idea because that is kind of like the modern idea of a corset. And then like with this Billy shoot, it's like she has like the literal corset, but then it does have like the aura of like skims. So it's just like there's so many weird co- cross references in terms of like Mm, the female body or like relationship to shapewear and distortion that just makes it yeah I think that's another thing that makes it so visually unsettling mm-hmm. and it, you know that is as busy pointed out and it's true that you know Billie Eilish is like a what did you write down you said Billie is, is like a weird post Kardashian fertility symbol and it's yes. true and it's very strange you know I don't know how strange it is that she is like 19, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Like at that point, I think, well, I don't know if I should even say that, but like, I think it's not as creepy as it was maybe like a couple years ago, but I, it is like very, very, like these, they people just choose the most sterile, infertile women to be fertility symbols in our modern society. Cause like nobody has like any understanding of like what this means. And like, I think people fear that a lot. I think Billy fears that in herself, not really blame her for it and I don't think that she should embrace this she's like clearly much more comfortable and like androgyny and like no matter how curvaceous and like feminine her body is like this bitch is like very androgynous and she's beautifully androgynous and she needs to stick to that I think yeah I think another thing that makes I realize like what makes her posing so strange is that she's still posing in the way that she would if she were wearing like a giant swaggy like streetwear outfit but like that doesn't translate very well on like a 
unrobed form <laughs> like she literally just has swag and i wish that they would try to like not translate that into like sex appeal i don't know it's like a form of sex appeal in its own way but her like not giving a fuck vibe does not like transpose well to this type of imagery yeah that's such a good point because it's like her eye she has like the classic sleepy half-lipid look but then she's wearing this look that yeah is like literally the most um manufactured and and rigorous it's so rigorous to assemble wearing something like that and yeah it definitely dilutes her swag yeah, she's her a bro girl. I know her bro girl energy has been sucked <laughs> out of her. And now her normification process is gonna herald like this mass normification of all of her e-girl followers that probably still have half green and black hair because they like haven't been able to make a salon appointment to bleach it. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know if they I think she's actually gonna lose fans because I think some people she has like those like very strong following or strong followers like will do everything she does but like i think the billy eilish aesthetic is going to remain after billy eilish is done with it Mm. and kids are going to keep dressing like i don't like a weird cyborgian like (laughs) skater boy um they all dress like you know that meme of like people who like hide their faces from like facial recognition technology (laughs) yeah wait what is that called the um, it's called like dazzle lsu do you know yeah it, it does have dazzle in it somewhere i don't know but i know what you're talking about all of those weird patterns and stuff yeah i think one thing biz since you brought up valerie Steele, who's obviously a genius it really reminds me also of like at the turn of the century i don't know the fashion history classes that i've taken they always like have this narrative that the difference between like Victorian Edwardian period and like when modern fashion started is that like pre-modern fashion was all about architecture and having this like really like clothes would literally stand on their own without a person there because there would be like a corset like all this stuff like a hoop skirt and then like with designers like Paul Poiret and I guess like Mariano Fortuny that's when clothes like they literally would just be like lifeless on the floor if like a human body didn't wear them so now I'm just like I don't know I I do really like that vibe and I was really hoping that we would see something like that again where people are wearing garments that have like more interesting draping that are like given life by their wearer and I think like a designer that I really like that's doing that is like Rui Jo she's like the Chinese designer who's maybe you guys you'd probably know it if you saw her it's like Madison Beer is always wearing it Mm, um yeah it's like the fuck how do I describe it it's literally like it has weird like oh is you know it just, talking about yeah it has the buttons is it, it has like stretchy pieces of fabric that are literally just like stretched did around madison beer wear it in one of her music videos yeah mm-hmm. and then a lot of like other celebrities have been wearing it and i kind of like that vibe a lot and i wish billy would have been styled in something like that like if you're gonna do a body reveal i'd want it to be like avant-garde in a way well but... yeah i agree with that because she chose to she chose to wear like the the people who were considered really avant-garde in terms of their reworking of like lingerie and fetish wear into normal outerwear like Mugler was like really famous for doing Mm -hmm. that and she's wearing him in that shoot um and she's also wearing a bit some Vivian Westwood and then but yeah I wish she kind of would not go so classically with the designers that are so famous for doing corsetry you know Mm -hmm. 
there are a lot of designers who are doing that um kind of like really skin tight look but in a more like avant-garde way where it's like really weird forms and um what's that like, girl's name um my, do you know who she is she went to central saint martin's and she does the thing where it's like corsets that are meant to kind of like make part of your boob or your stomach like pop out do you know what i'm talking about no i don't that sounds really good Uh, billy should have done that like feed into the idea of the female grotesque it's really i think that would have been really cool because it fits with her own dysmorphia it does yeah i thought something alexi made this really interesting observation a kind of about how this kind of reflects the barely legal to like milf pipeline and how <laughs> how rapidly that can occur and Alexa, yeah. I wanted to see if you wanted to talk about that a bit yeah sure I mean this is something that a lot of women who work in like the porn industry talk about but it's really like up until like a certain age like you're forced to be like this barely legal archetype and they'll dress you up in like schoolgirl outfits and stuff and then like you hit some point like in your 30s or something where now you have to like play a MILF and there's like no age in between that and it's like the two fetishized age groups of women and I think because of the general pornification of our whole culture like I think girls are feeling that pressure as well and we've definitely seen the rise of like young young gen z woman being like oh like i'm a milf like i want to be like a hot mom and it's literally just because they have boobs i'm like is it i don't know is it like your fetishized lower half makes you like a barely legal and then your upper half makes you a milf oh. if, because like the whole anime thighs thing and like knee high mm-hmm. socks um in schoolgirl skirts is a very like bottom heavy thing mm-hmm. this is a new theory i just came up with on the spot but the fact that billy has become like this really matronly image of sexuality like literally like she's 19 it's just so mm-hmm. sad I'm like really yeah they aged her by like 10 years with that shit my yeah. my mom said something really funny we were discussing this yesterday when it came out and she was like she was like why didn't you just do a schoolgirl thing like it would have <laughs> been really funny if she did a schoolgirl thing because then it would be kind of like her like making fun of her you know barely legal past and now she's doing a school role thing once she is legal and it's just like I was like great point mom um <laughs> yeah no that's true but I think it's because uh, this reminds me of like Tavi's whole thing about um Britney Spears and it's really interesting to compare like Britney Spears's narrative arc to Billy's and also we talked about this too like someone like Grimes who I don't know, people tend to lump them together just because they're, like, arts, artsy, like, weird pop girls. But Billy, by contrast, like, I do feel comfortable calling her an industry plant. And I feel like she's been sheltered by, like, an insane team of, like, managers. And her brother works super closely with her. Like, I feel like that's weird. Um, and I feel like she's gonna, she genuinely probably wants to just, like, live a normal, like, edgy life and... Instead, she's, like, playing dress-up with whatever, like, grandma made her wear these clothes. <laughs> I don't know. I seriously want to reach out to the stylist. We need, we need to hear from the source, like, what no, they yeah. No, it is weird because, like, um, I guess my familiarity with Billy's career is that, like, every album that is released by her, there is, like, some sort of panic about her body. And it's not even, like, the change in her aesthetic, which I know that, like, maybe on the surface, it's, like, oh, she's changed her aesthetic slightly to, like, set a new fashion trend but it's literally just like a new part of her body that people are obsessed with 
so she debuts per album very very strange and like this girl has like really intense victim energy in my head um I don't know if like that's like but she seems like really traumatized by her own oh, sexuality yeah. if you listen to her, her music she like is literally always referencing like wanting to kill herself it's so sad and oh, it yeah. always mm-hmm. it makes me feel like I I don't know I obviously I'm not like the type of stan that's like commenting on her pictures all the time it's like hope you're okay Billy but I really did think for a while that she was just gonna like die like she's literally seems so mentally ill and so like I don't know but she also is like obviously the luckiest girl ever because like all of her dreams have come true but she's never seemed like happy about it mm-hmm. well I think I mean she has like almost like a k-pop like trapped tragic mm-hmm. heroine thing that she sort of bodies which like even now it's like at this point it's true like it seems like they're wheeling like they gave her like a shit ton of night quill and like wheeled her around like puppeteered her in like the position that she wanted to they wanted her to be in for this photo shoot I mean she looks half dead and it's not to say she's very beautiful and her body is beautiful but she just looks like not safe I don't know why just, yeah. she's very reluctant like with anything and I think she doesn't She's obviously never going to say that she, like, doesn't love her fans or something, but I think she genuinely, like, doesn't like her fans that much, and she, like, doesn't like being famous, which is annoying. I'm like, you're literally an industry plant. Your parents put all this, like, work to give you this platform, but now you, like, hate it. (laughs) I feel like this shoot kind of reflects how, what you're saying, like, she's never going to have the opportunity that, like, Grimes had, which was, like, actually fuck around the DIY scene. That's kind of, like, Mm -hmm. what she desperately wants, and I feel like this shoot almost reflects how out of touch either she is or her team is or both is with what youth culture is interested in right now mm-hmm. because because yeah this styling just doesn't reflect something that hits basically yeah. i think she she came off as very immature in her interview like she sounds younger than 19 and i think that she's too mentally young to understand I think she very much is in youth culture. Like the things she's saying, she's like making TikTok references, like on the on the fly and stuff, and like makes a comment on um, can't make a wife out of a hoe culture, which is like really <laughs> funny. Like she's definitely like in the youth culture, but she's too young minded to engage with it critically and like create something out of it. That's very you true. Know what I mean, I have a question for Alexi, which is yeah. as someone who kind of has knows her fandom like a little bit better. A quote I noticed from this story is she said something like uh just because you are I turn you on doesn't mean I can't be a role model and I was thinking I was like is that a thing anymore like I thought I feel like there isn't really this idea that a woman who shows like a little bit of skin can't be a role model it's outside of like very conservative groups like yeah I think it's generally that her fans are so young that like their engagement with Billie Eilish is probably like parent monitored or something so they're like well at least you're not like standing some whore like um, Camila Cabello I can't like like Madison Beer or something yeah true and I think Billie's the quote-unquote emotional depth of her music Mm -hmm. I think parents it's it's quite like brand friendly or something I don't know she is supposed to be like kind of an anti-pop star and how like depressing and dark she is um I kind of wish for this she did something I mean stars have always revisited the old Hollywood glamour Marilyn Monroe trope like obsessively like obviously Courtney Love did that and Nicole Smith did that but I still wish he did it with like a slight sense of humor which like obviously with Courtney Love it was kind of like 
smearing the makeup around or um because I feel like her there's something about the fading zeitgeist of being obsessed with bimboism in this but then she made it so serious that I'm like dear god like Mm -hmm. so do you think so there was that one TikTok going around about the tragedy eyes. There's like an, an like oh, Sangoku. Yeah, and like it was really popping off for a while. And it's weird that they dressed her. I feel like the Vogue editors saw this TikTok and decided to like run with the idea of like Billy as this like tragic Marilyn Monroe figure because she has some Paku eyes. Yeah, but then but, like, why would swear- it? Yeah, why would they try to relate that to, like, the story that this, like, era in her career is starting when it's, like, you guys are making it look like this is the last photo shoot she's ever gonna do? (laughs) Wait, I, like, I wish I did something really, like, Steven Mizelli and, like, had her, like, overdosing in the photos. Like, that was gonna... Yeah, I was gonna say something that would have been cool too is like a Cindy Sherman type of thing where it's, like, really obviously, like, costumey, dressed Mm -hmm. up and posed because then... Like, yeah, that would have been good if she was, like, in a really, like, cheap, like, schoolgirl costume or something. Or just, like, occupying these, like, roles or, like, archetypes that people are expecting from her. But honestly, it's, like, can't really hate too much on her arc because I'm really glad she's, like, still here. Like, I literally thought that she was gonna die, so. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like any celebrity that's, she had, like, acne for a while. And I feel like any young female celebrity that has ever had acne, like, I'm, like they might kill themselves like I'm like there's just a <laughs> there's a chance they might kill themselves yeah she literally has a song about like going to the roof and like telling her family she's sorry <laughs> jumping off of it also I mean I love the song <laughs> everything I wanted or everything I ever everything wanted. I wanted that's so good I listen to that song all the time wait I don't know you guys probably haven't listened to Billy's new song it's called your power and she says it's her favorite song she's ever written and it's like honestly really bad it's kind of it reminds me of like when Miley Cyrus tried to rebrand and do like country music kind of again like really soft like country pop and it's like only acoustic guitar and she's it has really corny lyrics you can tell that she wrote it because the rhyming in it is just like really juvenile and it's like about abusing power and it's like you thought that she was like legal or something and it's like it's specifically about a groomer relationship yeah it's like making references to like someone's power in the industry and like obviously an underage girl but it's like in this weird direct address way that is like second person like it's it's not like a way i'm not saying like you abuse me and it's not like it's a direct address to whoever the abuser is it's like try not to abuse your power it's like an open letter yeah she talked about in this interview about how someone had sex with her or did something that was not illegal when she was underage. So I guess this interview is also her coming out as a victim. So there's many different, there's just so many elements to this that I'm like, I think we're supposed to say survivor. Oh, (laughs) just kidding. kidding. I mean, that's, that's true. I think that's, um, that is true, I guess. I think it's what's interesting is like I think the same thing happened with Taylor Swift whenever she did her girl bossification or whatever and like I think the music industry likes to take these like young artists who write like tragic love songs and mature them by like doing things that in there and the industry's head are like adults but like they're not with Taylor Swift it was like it's more mature to like get into like politics because politics are adult and so they started giving her this girl boss feminism narrative and with Billy it's like it's almost like an adult milestone to like come out as like a survivor of sexual assault nowadays you know what I mean it's like a 
like a rite of passage. It's like so sad that that's disturbing that we treat it this way, but it is. Yeah, going off that rite of passage thing, something I've had on my mind for probably the past year was this idea that as soon as you turn 18, you have agency to show your body and do with your body what you want, which is legally true but I think that's kind of a destructive mentality for teenagers and it also reminds me it just there is some sort of parallel between Billy deciding to show her body expressly when she turned 18 and like only fans culture in my opinion mm-hmm. which is like as soon as as the strike turns 12 like you have a completely different relationship to your body mm-hmm. what you do with it yeah no it's um I think, uh, you know, obviously, you know, what always, what I always think about this is like totally unrelated, but like I've met people who are like 22, 23, and they literally have like mentalities that are like so much younger than like 17 year olds that I know to where like an adult 30 year old man is like getting with them. And it's like, maybe like, I don't know that these, these like things are incredibly difficult to negotiate and they're like totally arbitrary yeah um, I feel like it's totally gonna be like since Billy's Ruth with youth was robbed from her she's gonna like developmentally challenged like, isn't the word but like I feel like she missed out on socializing <laughs> with people her age like she genuinely was always probably surrounded by her weird older brother who's like so horny for her and uh, I, that's why I don't know how she I don't know the fact that she got sexually assaulted or uh, abused in some kind of way is very troubling and surprising to me because the whole like narrative around her was just that like she had this whole swarm of people that were trying to protect her youth and innocence and genius and like make sure that that didn't happen and she was always saying in interviews like I have the strongest support system and like I am questioning that now obviously in a lot of ways but maybe we should talk about Phineas a little bit. I would love to talk about Phineas. It's like my, okay, so guys, if you don't know, Phineas is her 23-year-old-ish older brother. He's, he produces all of her music. They're like very much a duo. And his kid also has a girlfriend who's like an ex, an OG like beauty YouTuber named Claudia Saluski, who is like literally Billy's doppelganger. And there's much speculation about whether or not, like what's going on there. Like why does Phineas' girlfriend look so much like Billy? But then also in this case, I'm kind of just like, my friend said something really fucked up earlier, which is like, what if this was this, like, shoot was styled by Phineas and the photos accidentally got leaked and that's like what it was. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, that makes sense because Billy having such big boobs has like the, the mommy energy. And then literally Phineas, she is the hand that feeds Phineas because she pays his bills obviously and like is the reason he has a career and the fact that his girlfriend looks like her I'm like it's like edible yeah very much like a it's such a weird there's like no there's like no way of getting around the fact that like he has to be attracted to her (laughs) like there's like I'm sorry like it's just true like look at his girlfriend like there's like no and that you know I'm not gonna take it to like a, a level of like I don't know I don't know what like a I, I think it's just a very strange coincidence yeah, that, like... I, I think it's weird because I'll literally never understand, like, boy-girl sibling relationships because I, like, only have a sister and we're really close in age. And despite how different we are, we, like, are really close because with your siblings, it's, like, no one else, like, knows, like, what your childhood was like, like, every moment of it and all of the conditions of your birth and, like, 
everything we've been through together, which I feel like must've been like amplified a million times with Billy and Phineas because they've been on this like crazy trip together and it's like, they've only had each other all along. And she like wrote that song about him. That was weirdly romantic. Everything I wanted is about her. It's about him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, when I wake up, I see you and me. Like, he's sleeping in your bed. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but it's there's an element of it that's very sweet and, like, childlike. And I would hate for my adult brain to corrupt it and be like, bro, you want to fuck your sister so bad. But, like, the evidence is really overwhelming. Well, I think it's very normal for people to be attracted to people that look like people in their family. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like... In this case, it is startling. Like, but the just thing I th- go ahead. I Sam. think that the thing that makes it more disturbing is that Phineas doesn't look anything like Billy, so you can't justify it. And like, he is just seeking out people that kind of look like him because he has like a vanity thing, which is like more understandable. Like, Phineas looks like the adopted brother of like Billy. There's like no <laughs> resemblance. Yeah, and that maybe they are. Maybe it's like a weird like. I don't know. No, Sam, <laughs> silence. I'm like silent, Sam. <laughs> That's I don't want to, so you can cut some of that out to, to <laughs> not disturb people. That's good. Our new conspiracy theory is that they're dating. It'll be like a Cullen thing, honestly, where like maybe they got adopted and like they're dating, but like siblings to the outside world. But like their level of closeness, I always am so creeped out by boy girl siblings that are close. Like it literally always just freaks me out. I've I've known too many boy girl twins that are like literally obsessed Thoughts with each other. Thoughts about the Angelina Jolie like making out with her brother back in the 90s early 2000s oh yeah wait i don't remember that what iconic (laughs) i was baby i don't i don't know she didn't make out with him for this she just kissed him on the lips for a weirdly long time i mean yeah it was a really long time it was one kiss it was i think it was multiples i think it was like in an editorial shoot and then also like on a red carpet but i could be wrong uh i mean you know, I think there's, I've seen, this is not, you know, I've seen families. This is especially like a very Anglo thing. Like oh no, p- families that like kiss each other on the lips for a little too long. Like Tom Brady kissing his son that went viral recently because he like kissed his son on the lips and stuff. I think it's this is just how time. people's families are. She should have but done this shit with AOC. Like current <laughs> AOC. <laughs> and also playing among us i think honestly i come from a very affectionate family so it really doesn't come from a place of being like oh you guys are like close like it's their level of like emotional closeness Mm -hmm. i think that is weird but it's also completely understandable because it's whatever because she's she's such an isolating lifestyle yeah and he's like the only person that's like close to her age that she's hanging out with maybe i don't know it is like a probably like a twin relationship that they have yeah. Um, yeah but he's like six or so years older than her so it's interesting so i guess wrapping up is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about or i was thinking we could end on whether or not we think billy's normification in this way will usher in a new era of normification for gen z or like any ideas i think hmm. this is so ugly that the normification is going to go a different direction like this is like corsets are finally dead like this is the end and normification is going to be like actually normie. There's going to be nothing. You know, I think this is the nail in the coffin for like all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possibly. I think the whole creative direction of this album, like I'm excited to see where it's going. And I think a lot of the songs based on the titles 
I think she's leaning back into like her jazz singer vibe rather than her last album had a lot of songs that were like bordering on rap where just be like super monotone and like a really bassy techno beat which I did really hate because I think she's a very talented singer and her new song is very like singing heavy um so I think she's getting into a kind of like songstress like a little bit of a sultry vibe but the way that it's being conducted is just totally ill-advised um but I think what this will do to the minds of her followers is hard to pin down because they really like her for this sense of individuality and personal style that she has and now that seems very out of her control and honestly i think it won't be truly normification until she has dark brown hair true yeah i honestly think this shoot was too is too fugly to have people kind of like be like oh what's a dupe for this look and the way that sometimes like really great editorial shoots have that effect or just really great photos have that effect but then I also am like it literally if I see like 16 year olds LARPing as like MILFs in a more uh visually like represented way that's gonna be so weird it's not I think this is a trend like it's not gonna set trends it's gonna end trends and that's what this photo shoot's gonna do you know like Mm -hmm. my last point that I want to make is that I genuinely think that every young girl in America that has a like a cup size of over the double d like literally needs to go they like need to be like instructed on how to live life with huge boobs and so they don't end up wearing these extremely aging forms of lingerie that do not reflect the beauty of their youth. That's it's true. Great. And we're going to start that boot camp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's true what, to all the girls with big boobs out there, it's true what Alexi said of like, it's better for you to wear bras that are not going to push your boobs up. Like, let them hang a little. Like, um, <laughs> like you know, like, it's just like, it looks better on your body whenever you have like a thin chest or something. No, seriously, if you if you push your boobs up too much, it'll get into your shoulder area and then make you look yes. so like you have yeah. really wide shoulders. I feel mm-hmm. like one of the worst effects a woman's upper body can have is when there's very little space between the bottom of her chin and her like boobs or her collarbone. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what that look does, especially I mean, it's obviously different if you're like an Emily Radikowski type where you are very like long, but if you're just a normal chesty busty woman that's true the dick call it what do they what do they call it decolletage is a very underrated area and i think because it honestly is the kardashians fault because the implant look of like having the rounded tops of your boobs i think people are seeking that like your boob is like a sphere that's like on your chest like on the top of it which doesn't really happen naturally rather than like the cleavage which I think like the subtle line of cleavage coming from your neck is really good (laughs) is this gay enough for you guys (laughs) yeah our boob analysis episode so I guess like let us know what you guys think about the shoe and about uh, if normification is pending impending or not um also if you guys like this smaller episode style covering like I guess a very topical news item um anything else guys oh yeah let us know if you like this because this is <laughs> easier to record um i just like blacked out because i was thinking too hard about like cle- different types of cleavage i'm like what the fuck 
like art historically cleavage is oh. so awesome like yeah oh i i guess there's a great recommendation if you want to learn more about historical cleavage i always recommend ann hollander but her book seeing through clothes has kind of like a great chapter in about how the representation of like women's breast shapes change through history so maybe um you guys can read that and then i don't know Tell us what boob shapes we have. Tell us what boob shape <laughs> you have. <laughs> yeah, maybe actually no, I'll keep that. <laughs> so it's gonna be like the put alumni boob reveal coming boob at like one. Oh yeah, no. We'll never when, reveal when this. we hit one million listeners. <laughs> when we hit one billion. <laughs> no. One billion, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys for listening today. We had a really awesome time talking about this, and we'll see you next Next time. time.